Losing Weight to Gain Control. Today's topic, Intuitive Eating. What is it and will it help me lose weight? Welcome to episode 38 of the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. This is Coach Gwen with another episode to help you along your weight loss or maintenance journey. Because no matter if you are at the beginning phase, in the middle of, or in maintenance already, we still need encouragement to continue. And if you aren't on my email list, you are missing out this week. This week is my seven days of food. I'm sharing recipes I have collected and some that I have created along with my cooking tips. To get on my email list, you can go to my website, thegwenalexander.com. That's T-H-E-G-W-E-N, alexander.com, and click the button that says click here. And you'll also get my 14-day get started guide delivered to your inbox. If you're already on my mail list, you should have gotten your first recipe actually Sunday. So get on the list and you can get the rest of the recipes for the rest of the week. In last week's episode, I mentioned some things that I would be doing in the next few weeks. Yesterday, I did a warrior woman workout for the cure. We did Zumba, which was this was my first time trying it. Then we did a two mile walk. And then we ended with yoga. We did this from about 9.15 to 11 o'clock, I think, is when we ended. They wanted to end at 11. One thought that was actually going through my mind when I was getting ready to go and do this was, the old Gwen would never have done this. I would have used the excuse, I don't have the money to donate to do this. I don't have the time because Saturday is the only day I have to do what I want to do and also what I have to do. And I was thinking about the fact I only knew one person that would be there. I wasn't sure where I was going, so I had to get the GPS out. And I'm really an introverted person, so my goal of getting out and doing things and meeting new people this year is, was, is sometimes hard for me. But I'm glad I went. As I was doing the Zumba part, I caught myself actually smiling and laughing. I wasn't worried about what I had to do later, and it was partly because I was trying to follow the instructor. During the walk, I had a chance to talk to and meet a new person, and the fact I could talk as I was walking really fast was something the old Gwen would not have been able to do, and the yoga part felt really good also. I didn't do too bad on holding the tree pose. The thing is, if you don't get out of your comfort zone, you'll never know what you can do and who you will meet. Bill Cartwright calls that getting out of your cage. So get out of your cage this week and try something new. Can you intuitive eat and still lose weight? I remember about two years ago I heard about intuitive eating. Now, the official definition that I got from the place of all knowledge, which is the internet, states this is the definition of intuitive eating. Intuitive eating is a nutrition philosophy based on the premise that, um, 
based on the premise that becoming more attuned to the body's natural hunger signals is a more effective way to attain a healthy weight rather than keeping track of the amounts of energy and fats in foods. And I'm assuming they mean energy, they mean calories. When I first heard about this concept, I said to myself, well, my internal food gauge is broken. I used to be able to eat a 12 or 16 inch pizza by myself. I used to eat a whole box of, we have these things called hostess items like cupcakes. And then when I was a kid, we had this, they had these things called devil twins, which was some kind of cream between two little chocolate sandwiches. And I would eat the whole box until they were gone. I would eat at least four hot dogs that were on the buns before I felt full. And when I went to a restaurant to eat, this was my rule or my goal. My goal was to order the biggest thing on the menu and I ordered dessert when I ordered my meal. My intuitive nature when eating was to put as much as possible in as fast as possible. Last week, I was out of town at a TEDx event. And that's an event where you have speakers all day. And I decided to bring my own snacks and my lunch with me. I didn't know if there were going to be restaurants close to where I was. And one reason why I did bring my lunch and, and snacks was I had to pay to park. So I wasn't going to leave the parking deck and then come back and have to pay again. I had also signed up to go to a meet and greet after the party so I could get to talk to some of the speakers and other people that were at the event. I knew that they would probably have finger foods, but I still wanted to eat while I was at the party. My lunch had to be something I didn't have to have a microwave to heat up. So I brought a, this tuna patty that I made, made a little sandwich, and I brought a salad. And I had some Greek yogurt that was my morning snack. And it just so happened the weather was so nice, I was able to sit outside on a bench and eat my lunch. Then I walked around and looked at some of the shops while waiting for the, the next sessions to start. And I even stopped in a little bakery and bought a cookie bar. And it was very good. Now, it wasn't a huge cookie bar because in the past, the old Gwen would have looked for the biggest slice or the biggest piece of cake or pie for me to eat. Then when I got to the meet and greet at the party, I started gauging my hunger. How hungry was I? And you know what's funny is the first thing I started thinking about was intuitive eating. I asked myself, is it possible for me to eat to satisfy my level of hunger I have right now? This was a huge moment for me because I had, I had also logged my food for the morning because I knew I wanted to eat at this party. I had an idea in my mind of how many calories I had had for the day. And I purposely tried to eat items lower in calories because I knew I wanted to try foods at the party. That's why I always say you should have a food plan that can fit into your life no matter what you're doing. And anyway, as I was asking my stomach, how much do you need to eat to feel satisfied? I realized I was not hungry or wasn't very hungry. I had a chance to look at the food that they had. And it was mostly appetizers and they were cut up into small pieces. And there was a cheese tray with crackers, uh, different types of sushi, and some type of, of, to me it looked like a fried puff pastry. And then they had brownies cut into little small pieces and then some kind of meat wrapped in a lettuce leaf. 
One of the rules I have for myself when I'm at a buffet or a buffet type event is I can always go back if I am still hungry. That's my signal to my brain to not take as much as possible the first time. What I started doing was talking to some of the speakers from the event and I started talking to people that attended the event. I had already figured out I was not hungry, so I didn't need to eat right away when the food was brought out. I mingled, then decided to go get something to eat. I even tried two pieces of sushi. That was the first time I'd ever had sushi. And then I had two pieces of the little bite-sized brownies. I mean, these things were tiny. And then two pieces of the little blocks of cheese, and I had some crackers. And I took a bite of the meat that was in the lettuce, but I didn't really like it, so I didn't finish it. And I didn't go back for seconds. And while I was eating, I was talking to the people at the table that we were standing at. The tables were set up to where they were high enough where you would stand instead of sit. And I was still being conscious of the fact I was not overly hungry, and I kept reminding myself of the fact I was satisfied. I didn't need to go back for seconds. That sounds like a lot of work, doesn't it? I've been practicing intuitive eating somewhat the last few months since I've been traveling a little more. I still log what I eat, which helps me remember to keep my portion sizes in check. But maybe you're like me. Your food gauge is not working very well. For so long, you've eaten past the point of I'm full You didn't know when to stop. Now, in past episodes, I've touched on the topic of, are you emotionally hungry? Are you eating your feelings instead of feeling them? That day I went to the TEDx event, I was doing something I enjoyed. I was interacting with others that are doing their best to improve their lives and and also to help other people to do the same thing. I did something I was afraid to do because, again, I didn't know anybody and I had no clue where I was going, and I was doing something that actually excited me. And I did meet someone who knew who who knew someone that I, I know, um, and it just so happened the person I was talked to knew the person that organized the Warrior Woman workout event. And then I also learned while talking to this person that she had lost 70 pounds also. I didn't have a reason to eat my feelings of fear, because I was overcoming my fear. I wasn't eating my feelings of loneliness because I was meeting and interacting with new people. Now here's the main takeaway. I was feeling my, I was feeding my emotional hunger with something besides food. I believe the reason that I was not physically hungry at the meet and greet party was I was emotionally full. I enjoyed the food and I enjoyed trying some new items. There is actually a website called intuitiveeating.org that, that explained the premise behind intuitive eating. I didn't even know that this existed until I googled it. There are books out there about, about this subject and I didn't realize how big it was. Now on the website, they list some of the intuitive eating principles. And here are seven of them. I think there was 10 or 11 total, but these seven I picked that kind of, that pretty much brings home the point. The first one is reject the diet mentality. 
Does that sound familiar? Familiar Because that's something I always say. Get rid of the word diet. Stop restricting yourself and thinking you should eat as little as possible. The next thing was they said honor your hunger. Keep your body biologically fed with adequate energy and carbohydrates. So if you are truly hungry, eat something. The next thing, challenge the food police. They said to scream aloud no to thoughts in your head that declare you're good for eating under a thousand calories, which is not good, or bad because you ate a piece of chocolate cake. Now, I learned to stop demonizing food. And what I mean is I was good, supposedly, if I ate the good food, and I was bad if I ate the bad food. Food is food. Some of it is better for us than others. Now, if you ate something that wasn't maybe the best choice, stop beating yourself up about it. Log it, figure out why you ate it, plan for the next time, and move on. So stop demonizing your food choices. The next tip they gave was to respect your fullness. They said to listen for the body signals that tell you that you are no longer hungry. That's something that I still work on. The next, honor your feelings without using food. They said to find ways to comfort, nurture, distract, and resolve your issues without using food. Here again is the stop eating your feelings. Feel the feeling or go and exercise to deal with it. Find a different way to deal with those feelings. Next, exercise to feel the difference. Now, you don't have to do some kind of crazy hard workout. You could just get up and walk, just get up and start moving, or even just get off the couch and go and do something besides just sit. The next thing they said was honor your health, gentle nutrition. And what they define this as is make food choices that honor your health and taste buds while making you feel well. I always say food is fuel for your body. Try to make the best choices and make sure it tastes good at the same time. Whenever I try a new recipe and it doesn't taste good, I don't care how good it is for me, I'm done with it. I like the foods I eat to taste good. Um, I want them to be good for me, but I want to enjoy them also. One way you can start practicing this, the intuitive eating, is when you're about to eat a meal, stop and figure out if what you are eating and the amount you are eating is what you need right now. I know for some of us, we have to eat according to a schedule, maybe because of our work schedule, or you know, you, you, you're dictated to when you can eat lunch or eat your snacks, or maybe even your dinner, depending on what, what kind of shift you work. I hope these tips were able to help you to maybe think about intuitive eating and incorporating that into your your everyday routine when you get ready especially when we go out to eat with friends so let me know if you have tried intuitive eating or if you're going to try it and how it worked for you you can email me gwen at thegwenalexander.com and my name is spelled g-w-e-n or you can go to my website thegwenalexander.com remember that's t-h-e-g-w-e-n alexander.com and you can go to the contact me portion of the page and fill in the information and let me know. I like to hear what other people do on their journey to losing weight in a way that they can sustain for a lifetime.
Until next time, here's a quote I want to leave you with. Eat to fuel your body, not to feed your emotions. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. I'm not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before beginning any weight loss or exercise program.